All right, welcome to today's man rant. I actually got 30 minutes in already and I fucked it up. So, anyway, today we are coming from my newly decorated office that's got a, a living room feeling to it. It's going to feel like I'm just having a conversation with you so uh, so that I will feel... Uh, just like sitting around and having a chat. It doesn't feel like I'm recording a webinar, right? Because I, I don't want that kind of sterile, formal feeling when I'm like in business mode. I just want to feel like we're having a chat, just you and me. So what we're going to talk about today is keeping attraction alive in a long-term relationship. And so I'm going to give you a little bit of a preface to today's show so that you know where I'm coming from. So I spend a lot of time uh, research. I listen to podcasts, I read books, I watch YouTube videos, I read blogs, I, I follow Facebook groups, I, I read people's Facebook updates, I go on uh, Quora, Reddit, you know, everywhere, right? And the reason why is because I want to know exactly what's happening in the conversation today. So I'm looking at the mainstream, quote-unquote, blue pill type shit, uh, Oprah, Ellen, Dr. Phil, Dr. Oz, the doctors, all this kind of shit, and you know, mainstream, and you would be surprised the kind of podcasts that I spend time listening to. I, 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 I uh, torture myself through podcasts with feminists and, and all sorts of very, very, very sort of quote-unquote progressive mainstream type uh, content. And the reason for this is because there's a kernel of truth in everything. And I don't condemn that shit. I think, for the most part, it's absolute horseshit. But they do have a point. So I'm always trying to find what is the point that they do have. Sometimes they don't even know <laughs> what they're actually right about. But they're always right about something. Everybody is. And then I look at the other side of the coin. Um, and actually, it's almost as um, torturous. And that's the red pill, PUAs. MGTOWs, everything in the manosphere, right? Which you, you could call just the, the, what can just group it as, as red pill, red pilled type advice, right? Um, and you know, there too, the books, the podcasts, the videos, the articles, everything, follow everything, read everything. I spend hours and hours every day researching and seeing what is happening in the conversation because the minds of men today are being poisoned. Um, and they're being poisoned by both sides. It's two sides of the same coin. Because everyone is right and everyone is wrong. Now, everyone tends to believe that they are right and the other side is wrong. So, instead of looking at what they are wrong about, they just go, well, I'm right about everything and look at everything that they are wrong about. And... So the conversation, and this includes me, this includes me, I have a confirmation bias, right? But what I'm trying to is I'm trying to actively look at the arguments of all counterpoints and see how they are correct to develop a robust, anti-fragile theory, right? So look up uh, Nassim Taleb, you know, the guy who wrote anti-fragile, Nassim Taleb, whatever, something like that. Um, Le Le Lebanese-American guy, I spoke about him before in the podcast, amazing guy, 
talks about silent evidence doesn't speak. And then you combine that with studying spiral dynamics, you understand the yellow stage, where you can look at all the other stages and have a holistic perspective. And then you look at Ken Wilber and integral theory. Combine these three understandings, and you will know where I'm coming from and why what I'm doing is different, right? So I'm looking at the conversation, what is going on? Because I don't want to tell you the shit that's already being told. Then I don't need to be here. I want to not even just add to the conversation. I heard a while ago, or years ago rather, when I was just starting to do business, that so it was, I don't know who said it, maybe like Gary Vaynerchuk or someone like this. They said, if if you want to, to create good content and to... And to, no, it's not Gary. Whoever it was. If you want to do good content, grow as a brand, personal branding, all this kind of shit, just add something to the conversation. What is happening? What are people talking about? And how can you add? That's how you know if you're an expert. Can you really add something? But I say fuck that. I'm not trying to add to this damn conversation because it's so damn reductionist with us versus them, no matter what side you are at. It's even down in like the self-help industry. It's identity politics right now i don't want to add to this shit i'm here to change the fucking conversation let's fucking unite let's stop fighting and let's find the truth in everyone's opinion and find what's wrong about our own opinion and other people as well but you don't have to fight to find what's wrong with other people's opinions you will do that automatically you know people always like to poke holes in other people's opinions poke holes in your own and try to find the truth in the opinions that you condemn right and so today we have like the mainstream where you grow up with your disney fantasy just be super nice to girls and girls will like you back or you have like the the darker red pill and PUA kind of attitudes where it's like, don't say you love her first and own the fucking frame and show her that you can go and bang out a chicks and make her fucking jealous right, and be a domineering asshole. Um, why should we do either of those? Fuck that. There's a level above all of this. There's another paradigm where you can have your Disney fantasy out ruining the attraction in a long-term relationship right so i'm not going to tell the full story now i will do this another time but i was just thinking and this is the first time in probably a decade that i was thinking back to this i was thinking back to my first time falling in love and uh, you know every man listening to this we've gone through this it's the same shit every time right First girl you fall in love, let's say you're 13, 14, 15 years old. That's like typically when you like have your first like real proper crush, right? Um, my first crush, and <laughs> this tends to be a typical pattern with me, um, the way that my first crush developed and how it, how it, yeah, just the nature of it. It's just very, very strange and very interesting. Uh, just odd, <laughs> very odd. Um, so I'm going to tell that full story another time, but, you know, we have certain patterns for all men that it's just the same, you know, you fall in love with this girl and, you know, when you look at a girl and you're in love with her and she's in love with you back, 
it's just something like they just look so fucking angelic, right? It's just their eyes, their smile, their skin is so soft, their fuck their little voices are so cute and you know, if um if if you're lucky enough to even get into a relationship with that girl or just you know, whatever is your first like relationship or you're in love with someone and you get into a relationship that first time. You know, when you go to bed together and she's the little spoon and she's so soft and so cuddly and you just like that she feels so fucking small and you know like you have your face full of fucking hair but you don't even give a fuck because it's just so like you know you know you have a face full of hair mouth full of hair can barely breathe your arm is falling asleep because she's lying on your fucking arm um you can't you 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 can't really relax because your dick is pressed up against the fucking ass. <laughs> you know it's just it sucks. <laughs> like it's horrible, really. But during love, so it feels awesome, and she's so sweet, and like this little creature, she could never do anything evil. She's perfect. You know, women just become angelic, right? And this feeling, like when you fall in love with a girl, combined with what we're being taught as kids with a Disney fantasy is like, just be really, really nice to her and she will know what a good man you are, right? Just treat her really well. Treat her good. And it's just so amazing. And then after a while, you start having some more arguments. And you start for whatever reason, start having to apologize for a lot of stuff, right? Maybe it's a cute waitress and you just make a little joke and you feel like suddenly there's just a weird, awkward tension. Like, oh shit, does she think I'm flirting with a waitress, right? And, you know, maybe you'll lash out a little bit and, she, and, she, and she's like, why are you raising your voice, right? Even though she had been prodding and provoking you for a long ass time. And you just start feeling like you're walking on eggshells. And she's getting more and more pissed off about smaller things. And then, you know, she just gets is smartphone more and texting more. and But, she, you know, all this kind of shit. And it all goes down the drain. And she's not attracted to you anymore. She might cheat on you. Or, you, you know, hopefully you will intercept this before you get to that stage. But for most men, the second... She starts getting distant. She starts getting cold. You start getting reactive, right? And if you follow the advice of the mainstream, so now I'm going to tie it back all back in, right? And if you fo follow the advice of the mainstream, when this happens, what do you do? Well, it's time to mediate. Communication is the key, and communication is the key. But not this kind of communication. Oh, nonviolent communication and. Just, you know, like that fucking book, Win Friends and Influence People, they teach you to talk like that. Dude, that's how you talk. If your two mates are fucking having having a problem, you need to mediate between them so that they solve their f fucking problems. In a relationship, that's not how we solve it, right? So, you get fucked up. She leaves you, she prob likely has cheated on you. If not fully, then in like she's been on a date with a dude and, ma and made out, but she sort of stopped before he even went that far. I know so many women that I have been on fucking dates with and it's going well and we're going back home and we're just about to start having sex. And then she goes, oh, shit, I can't do this anymore. 
Oh fuck! I should have. I I didn't. I should have. I should have told you. I have a boyfriend, right? It's like what? You come all the way over here and we make out and all this, and you have a boyfriend. You telling me now? He's like, yeah, sorry, I I can't. I just can't cheat on him. And I'm like, you already cheated on him. You know that, right? It's like no, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. Like that happens all the time when women lose attraction, right? Which is why you don't want to get to the point of no return. You do not want to cross that threshold. It happens way earlier than you want to admit, right? But when we're young and, you know, we have this defensive thought to us and we fall in love. Like, women can't be like that. Because when she looks at it, she's an angel, right? Um, and then you get your heart broken. Find out she cheated on you. Or at least sort of emotionally cheated. Or maybe you don't find out. But let's say you do find out. And you get fucking heartbroken and all this kind of shit. And then somehow you stumble, in, stumble across all this red-pilled type manosphere advice. Right? Now you get jaded. Now you get, oh, fuck this shit. Fuck this fucking house. Right? And you learn about pickup and friend control and red pill and being a dominating cunt, but not in, not in those words. And you think it's so good, it's so great. You get into a relationship, and now you're a fucking fuckboy. Now you're the dominant fucking alpha male, right? And after a while, the the relationship turns fucking toxic. You're like, I'm not going to say I love you first, and I'm going to own the frame, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to just constantly remind her I can fuck out of chicks, and blah, 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 right? Go six months and it's all fucking fighting. It's all fucking arguments. It's, it's toxic as shit. Super unhealthy, right? You break up because you can't even handle it. You know, fuck, you can't live with, with with women. You can't live without them. Like, I gotta date some women because I love women. But you can't be in a relationship. Fuck this. You can't do anything like that, right? So what do you do? Well, there's actually a, a version of this where you can have your fucking Disney fantasy without having to lose your fucking ground as a man. And this is what people get wrong, right? People are looking at the surface of shit, right? They go, well, you know, be nice so that you don't start arguments. That's like sort of mainstream advice. Or they go, no, you can't be nice. Don't tell her you love her first because she will lose respect for you and blah, blah, right? That's a red pill. But dude, it can be nice without losing respect, and I'm not talking no more Mr. Nice Guy or fucking Corey Wayne. That's still cerebral, cognitive, kind of tactical thinking with your girlfriend. I get messages every fucking week. Almost daily, not quite, but almost daily. From guys who uh, have, you know, they read No More Mr. Nice Guy, and, you know, the fucking 3% Man by Corey Wayne, and they learn some pickup shit, and red pill, and blah, 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 right? And like, well, you know, I'm dating a girl long term now, and it's going kind of well, we're having sex uh, a bit, maybe it's died down a little bit, but not too much, and she seems to be pretty attracted to me anymore, and all this kind of stuff, but I just wish I could just stop having to be in my head and think about the frames, and just let go and just be me, right? Yes, dude, because that's how you build a connection. When you're in your head, that connection that we are dying to, you wouldn't, like all those guys ask, like, you see, people wouldn't have, people wouldn't be coming to me and say, 
I wish I could just let go of all like the like frame controls and the mind games and all this kind of stuff. The reason why that's painful, the reason why people are coming to me for that is because we actually have an inherent need for that deep, genuine connection without any mind games. And there is a way to have this. It's just you have to understand how you can lead her feminine in a way that's based on in love and benevolence, right? A benevolent masculine leadership will give you the fucking Disney fantasy. So I spoke to an ex-client earlier today. So shout out to my man, Justin. Justin, who is, uh, you know, he's just, he's a fucking awesome dude. Just a fucking inspiration. He's went through some really hard times lately and he's just fucking dealing with it like a fucking gangster. It's just crazy. Amazing dude. So anyway, so this is a guy I came in, we came into contact. When was this? I don't know. 2017? Justin would know better, right? But in any case, um, so he's got some failed relationships behind him. Uh, the kind of guy that, you know, relationships ended up being cheated on, got really scared, got a little bit jaded kind of thing. Um, but now he's in a relationship and he's in a relationship where so them they've been together for for a while now, like way past what should normally be the honeymoon phase, and they're just having more and more sex. She's just falling more and more in love. And he is allowing himself to just fall more and more in love with her as well. He's not thinking about frames, he's not thinking about dominance, he's not even thinking about polarity. He's literally just loving her. And that's all that he needs, right? Now why is this? Right? Is because he really fully learned the magic of benevolent masculine leadership, right? And once this is ingrained, this is just habitual, and you can just do this from from your fucking gut, right? You don't need to worry about this shit anymore, right? It's like... He will allow his woman to feel loved, to feel protected, to feel cared for, to feel small, to feel um, dominated, to feel submissive. And, you know, when they're in the bedroom, to feel like a dirty little slut. Because that's what she wants in the bedroom. But also she wants to feel like a princess and she wants to feel special and chosen, right? The feminine wants all, you know, like the old joke, like what the women want? More. Right? That's what they want. They just want more, right? And and some guys, especially in the pickup community, uh, and red pill like manosphere, uh, people sort of look down on that. Like a lot of guys feel kind of like like, oh, what the fuck is wrong with women? They're so entitled. They just want more, 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 more. Yes, dude, it's called the fucking feminine. <laughs> Chill the fuck out, man. She's supposed to want more, and you know what you're supposed to want? To give more. That's the masculine. That's why it's a compliment. You are complimentary. <laughs> you complete each other. Literally. You want someone to give to. And she wants someone to be given to, to be given from to, to get from, right? 
It just sounds bad. So, oh, she just wants to get more, right? But it's not bad. Like, a lot of dudes that I talk about, when it go, when, when, when it like hit, they really hit the wall and like, fuck. Like, I, I had a good friend call me the other day. He had some, um, like one of my closest, closest friends, like a real brother to me. Uh, and he, uh, he had something, some issue that, you know, made him very, very upset, right? And, um, you know, so I just sat there and listened and just gave him love pretty much. And it was very fascinating that the most challenging aspect of what he was going through, I'm not going to share any details at all, but he was going through th- through some something that made him very, very hurt. And the most difficult thing of everything, he was like, yeah, and then I have to sit in front of my fucking girlfriend. And then she's sitting there, and she's already so fucking awesome, and then she's just giving me fucking love. She's like, no, it's okay, babe. I'll be, I'm here for you, blah, blah, blah. And she's just giving me more love. She should be pissed off. Right? It was so hard for me to receive her love, right? Like, he needed to be in his feminine and just receive some fucking love and support, right? And then guys are like, oh, why do women just want more and more and more? Dude, it's because you don't know how to fucking receive. (laughs) First of all, they are here to teach you the lesson of how to receive. Second of all, you are here to give. That's why you are good at giving. And she is good at receiving. You are complimentary, right? Stop being fucking butter. Like, these guys are, like, in red pill and they, they look, oh, women just want more and more and more. Like, dude, you're just, you're just like the fucking feminists that you complain about. You're just like them. And then feminists are, like, it, that's why I say it's two sides of the same coin and why I'm not trying to add to the conversation. I'm saying, let's fucking change this conversation. It's, you know, it's like two people that started arguing with each other. And they're just trying to solve the argument. But what they don't understand is that the argument is about something that's completely irrelevant. Like, you're, you're saying the same shit in different ways. You're both just at a, you're, 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 you're at a level where you're creating problems that could simply be solved without either of you winning or losing. You could just level up where you unite. It's that simple. It's like, a country having civil war. It's like, if either side wins, doesn't matter because the country loses. Just level up, right? And become one. And that's what people don't understand. Women are supposed to, to receive. So my friend called me and he, he's he, you know, really upset. And then he starts talking about, you know, when his, when his woman is sitting there and just giving him love and support and he has to sit there and fucking receive the fucking love and the, when he just started talking about like he was already kind of sobbing and then he, he, start, he started talking about this and then he just he just broke and he's like and, and then she sits there and she's just even more perfect just fucking gives me love and he, like, he's only like getting angry at her like how dare she be so fucking awesome right um and th- and this is the thing that people don't understand about keeping attraction alive in a long-term relationship is that you're supposed to keep giving. Again, one one of the most important things that I teach in the in the online university 
or academy is to find your polarity, like your own mix of the polarities. Because it's hard. I don't believe any man, but it might be like like one in every ten million or so. But most likely, there's, there's no man who's like a hundred percent masculine polarity, zero percent feminine. That would just be unhealthy. We all have a combination of masculine and feminine within us, right? And for some men, they're very, very masculine. They're like 95% masculine, fem- 5% feminine. Or I think the average man would probably be somewhere around maybe 70% masculine and 30% feminine, and then vice versa for women. And the, and this is why, like, so if you're looking at things like, just super quick note, if you're looking at, like, the big five personality traits, uh, so men are typically higher in disagreeableness but for the most part it's overlapping it's just the people on the planet that are in like the 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 top 10 percent of the disagreeableness they are overwhelmingly men right and the people that are in in the top 10 percent of agreeableness they are overwhelmingly women but in the middle the general population is very very simple so that's why all this identity shit's going on both in politics and in self-help where there are guys that are teaching all oh, masculinity coaches and you know they're, they're teaching that men and women are crazy fucking different like yeah we are fundamentally fun, fundamentally very different but you have to understand that for the most part we still do overlap and that's why i teach people to find your own unique what is your mix of the polarities and this is not something you create to decide you're born like this right so if you are 70% masculine and 30% feminine, you have to live out that that 30% feminine. And that's where you learn to receive, right? So if you don't do that, you're going to fuck yourself up. That's how you get burnt out. If you don't know how to really receive. But in a relationship, see, so that's what, you know, like the higher your sort of masculine polarities, let's say you have 90%, that's someone who is typically seen as very masculine, right? The more masculine you are, the more feminine you need your woman to be, right? There are some men that are very 50-50. Then you should find a woman that's 50-50. So, so when when you hear coaches say, or fake coaches really, but whatever, coaches say, uh, oh, you know, just find yourself a, a feminine woman and fuck all this feminism shit and blah, 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 blah. And they look down on people who have very uh, equal relationships. That's stupid. You just don't understand what the fuck you're talking about. Like, some people should have very equal relationships. People are very different. And and men are just not just all fucking masculine, right? So, what's important is to find your polarity and then find someone who is equal to you. Right. Or if you're in a relationship, just find your own. What what is yours? What is hers? And find and then find something in the middle. And that's from there is how you keep the attraction alive long term. So now you know. Okay. So she's. She, we're just gonna make it simple. How do you keep the feminine happy? You have to keep a feminine. You have to keep a masculine happy. She has to keep your feminine, your masculine happy. Right. But for the most part. What fucks up the attraction is that your masculine doesn't know how to keep her feminine happy or satisfied. How do you do that? 
you give her a variety of emotion and intensity of emotion. It's that simple. And when you understand masculine benevolent leadership, you do this automatically and you let the, the love you have for her inspire you to do this, right? So instead of being in your head and thinking, oh, how can I be really nice to her? Or in your head thinking, oh, how can I be really dominant? Do you see how it's two sides of the same coin? Both are coming from the point of view of basically uh, pleasing her in a cerebral cognitive way. It's seeking validation. As long as you're seeking validation, you're going to fuck yourself over. It has, you have to tap into your masculine core, being in love with her feminine core, and that inspires your actions. And of course, there's certain things we need to train in terms of habits, right? So, you know, when she gets really pissed off and she's in that mood, like, how do you deal with that? Sometimes you need to tease her, sometimes you need to listen to her, sometimes you need to just pick her up and spin around and kiss her, right? There are different ways, like, there are certain things we need to actually train, but for the most part, it's it's not that hard to be like, like, if you really think about how much you love her, and you're, you right now have a lot of energy, right? Maybe it's like a Saturday, and you're feeling really good, you've been at the gym, you've been eating well, your business is doing well, all those sort of things, and you, you know, yeah, like, you, you feel really good, and you think about how much you love her, and then would be be pretty natural to just, you know, like, be kind of playful with her today. Like, hey, guess what, honey? We're going on a fucking adventure. She's like, what? Yeah. Put on your fucking, your your runners and your Lululemons, and we're going somewhere. Oh, where are we going? I'm not telling you. Oh, wow. It's, it's an adventure. She gets to be a little girl that's been taken on, on a fucking adventure by her fucking man, her fucking hero. And where does this come from? It does, it's not coming from, like, the blue pill uh, mainstream perspective of, oh, just, you know, just, just keep charming her, just keep being chivalrous and keep courting her and make her happy. It's not from that place. And it's not from the, from the uh, domineering red pill place of, you know, just fucking always keep her guessing and be unpredictable and be dominant and just lead and just make her follow you. It's not coming from either. It's coming from your masculine tapping into how much you love her feminine and allowing your nat your the current state that you are in to come up with what you want to do for her right now. And then your own personality. Like, oh, well, I like to go hiking, for example. Why are you taking her for a fucking hike, right? I personally hate fucking hiking. It's it's not my thing at all, right? So I, w- I, w- I wouldn't take my woman hiking. It's just an example. I have some friends who really like hiking. They like to do that with the fucking women. That's not me. <laughs> I fucking hate that. However, I do love stand-up comedy. So I'll be, so I'll be like, all right. <laughs> and I have a special sense of humor as well. I really like to fucking shock people, surprise people, prank people, scare people, um, all these sort of things. So... I might tell her to, like, put on some fucking high heels, put on this, put on that, da 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 so she thinks she's going somewhere posh, and then we're going to fucking comedy club, right? And I might even be in, in, in the front row, so that the comic is going to fucking roast her as well. It's like, what the fuck, bitch? Why are you wearing this shit? <laughs> right? And then she'll tell him that it was me who did it, and then he will start roasting my ass, which I love. So, it's just win-win. 
that's what I would do, right? That's my personality. And that's the thing. She, she wants to really explore you. She wants to be part of your world, your kingdom, right? But you're not supposed to show her your kingdom from a cerebral, cognitive place of trying to please her. But you're tapping into how much you love her feminine. Like, all right, let's fucking take her on an adventure, right? What comes up for you naturally? You're leading with inspiration. Well, learning to unplug from validations is nothing about impressing her. It's zero impression. It's full expression, right? Expression, not impression, right? And you're just leading like that. And you're giving, you're giving, you're giving, you're giving, you're giving, you're giving. You're putting shit out into the world, right? And she gets to receive and sit along for the ride. And if you think that's unfair, well, then fucking go date a feminist where you can be equal. Easy, right? For all your fucking manosphere dudes who, oh, why am I about why do women get it so easy? Well, go date the fucking feminist who wants to work and do half the bills and do this and do that and do this, right? Go date her, right? But now you complain about them too, so I don't know what the fuck you want. I guess that's why you become MGTOW, alright? But that's how you lead, right? That's how you maintain attraction long term by you not thinking about what you can fucking get. But instead, allowing your love for her to inspire you to just give in a way where you don't care about getting something in return. Say, so you, you, you fuck her, you dominate her, you, you love her, you hold her, you protect her, you defend her, you fucking admire her radiance, like all these sort of things. She's getting an absolute total emotional roller coaster. That's coming from a place of never trying to impress, but just trying to express the way that you love her. That's how you keep attraction long term. Obviously, there's, you know, a science to like, okay, how do you actually really unplug from the validation? And how do you, like, how do you get into your real masculine core? How do you really, really learn to tap into her feminine core that you really love and like all these sort of things? But to make things really easy and simple, just fucking sit your ass down and look at her. Just listen to her laugh and giggle. Just tickle her a little bit and listen to her laugh. And she goes, no, babe, what are you doing? Right? Just listen to the sound of her voice when she does that. And just tap into how much you fucking love that chick. And then go, okay, what would I want to do with her? What would I want to do? You got her for a fucking reason. Why do you want to be in a relationship with a woman? What do you love to do with a woman? Outside of her licking your asshole, right? So that's a part of it, but it's not the whole life. Don't just sit on your fucking ass. Go and fucking do shit. And it doesn't have to be going out and doing fucking, like, quote-unquote activities all the time. It can just be like, you know what I would like, love to do tonight? I would just share a bottle of wine on our fucking balcony and... Doing fucking charades and watch you being fucking goofy, <laughs> right? Or, or like, let's put on some fucking Latin music and dance, dance salsa in our fucking living room tonight and get drunk. You don't have to actually go out and do shit even. Although you should do that sometimes. But you, you're not supposed to be thinking of these things in terms of like how to impress her. And be like, yeah, I'm going to be the best, best man she ever met. I'm just going to, you know, take her here and take her there and take her shopping and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. 
If you go one day, you wake up one morning and think about how much you love her, and you go, I just really love the smile of her, on, on her face when she's wearing some new clothes that I just bought for her, and I love the way she looks in high heels. And you go and you buy some high heels for her. It's nothing wrong to pay for those type of things. It's just that they need to come from a place of that. The, the feminine is the muse. So allow her feminine core to inspire, like the muse is inspiration. Allow her, allow her to be your muse and to inspire your leadership so you do it a certain way. Right? <sighs> Hope that makes sense. Um, I'm going to jump off now because today I actually have a pretty packed schedule and I need to I need to get going. It was going to be a little bit of longer. I had a bit over an hour set aside. But like I said, I had already recorded 30 minutes before I started this. And the file basically got corrupted. Because I'm a dumbass when it comes to technology. But you live and you learn. This is episode number three. So in a couple of months, I will be a full-fledged professional button pusher when it comes to this. And I will have much better equipment. I know the sound is not perfect right now. It's a little bit like listening to me sitting in a can. I know that. Don't worry. We are going to get professional microphones. We're going to get, you know, I'm gonna, gonna have the sound real, like, have like some form of dude that knows sound engineering come and help me with like post uh, editing how to upload the right way, do all sorts of kind of shit. We're probably going to have this recorded as well, so you can watch me talk to you, for those of you who prefer to watch it on YouTube as well. So we're, we're, we're getting there, people. It's episode number three, so have some patience. Now I have to get off and talk to a client. It's a little bit shorter because I was a dumbass. I'm sorry for that, but I hope this serves you well anyway, and I will talk to you soon again. Peace.